what we want to do is optimize fat loss. We really do want to focus on losing the fat and minimizing losing the muscle. But how? You have to be your biggest fan. And when things are really tough and they're really rough and nothing's working, Hello, it is Imogen, your host of today's podcast. Oh my gosh, it has been a hot minute. We are now on season four and I know I started this podcast a couple of years ago now and it just blows my mind that it, one, I've taken this much time off the podcast because I love, I love, love, love this podcast first of all and two, I can't believe how long I've been doing this now as well. Now, I had some much needed time off to regroup, get a bit more creative with my ideas for this podcast because I do love it, um, but I think I was getting a little bit stagnant with my ideas, so I just needed a little bit of time off to focus on my coaching business, um, which is absolutely thriving at the moment. If you are one of my clients, I appreciate you, I adore you. Just really been focusing and putting all of my energy and efforts into my business this year, which is why I've kind of taken a backseat of, off of YouTube and my podcast. But I'm really raring to get back into the swing of things now, especially with my podcast, because I just love it so much. And trust it to happen where I take the foot off the pedal and then my listens start going through the roof. Like, the amount of people that are listening to this podcast now is way more than when I was actually posting back in January, February, um, at the beginning of 2022. So I just want to say thank you so much if you are a new listener or if you're continuing to support this podcast by listening. And also, I just want to say thank you so much to those people that actually share this on their Instagram stories. It literally is like a two second job and you have no idea how much... um, Um, of the impact that it really does help um, get this podcast out there and get get other people kind of listening to it and more and more people um, becoming more inspired and motivated to become healthier versions of themselves. So I just wanted to quickly just say that first of all um, because I do really appreciate you and I appreciate the support um, as always. Um, But this podcast is going to be a little bit of a motivational one. It's also going to give you some amazing fantastic tools in your fat loss journey. If you are actually on a muscle growth journey and you are kind of wanting to put on weight and you put on muscle then um, don't go anywhere because I will be in the future episodes coming up over the next few weeks there will be some muscle growth focused podcasts. But for, t- for now, um, I know that the last couple of um, podcasts I've done on calorie deficits and weight loss and things like that have really um, reached a lot of people. So I do feel like there's more to be said on this topic. And especially now we're, we're going into September, October, autumn time. Um, I feel like summer's, summer's almost out of reach. The socializing, the barbecues, the garden parties are pretty much all over now and I feel like September is a great time to really start, kickstart your journey if you have already started or if you're brand new to fitness, it's a really good opportunity to um, get started and really focus on yourself, becoming the best, healthier, healthiest version of yourself because it's the one thing that we have the most control in as well and I think it's super important to really care about your health. As 
aesthetics and what you look like shouldn't just be your only driving force. Health is wealth and health is super important, especially um, as we can do so much to prevent prevent future diseases um, from haunting our lives in the future. There is so much we have control of um, in the in in the younger years, in your 20s, 30s, 40s, that we can prevent um, lifelong conditions and um, diseases and things like that if we actually take matters into our own hands and I know it's I know it's easier said than done but there are so many simple steps you can implement today for free that is going to dramatically increase your health and uh, fitness and today's podcast is all about that. We're going to talk about all the simple steps um, that you can implement today for uh, fat loss. Welcome, welcome to today's podcast. I've, I also want to kind of just touch upon the name of this podcast as well because I feel like it's still relevant um, because obviously it's all about health and wealth and, and empowering you and helping you stay motivated and focused throughout your journey. But when I did start this podcast, it was in 2020 when I was, um, who remembers the Facebook group? Because the Facebook group back then was popping off. We had a free challenge for people. It was a 60 day free challenge and it was all about getting people that maybe um, didn't have the accessibility to get into fitness, um, to have a space, a safe space where we could all meet um, and it was um, it was wonderful. It was amazing. Um, but obviously, things move on, things change, and unfortunately, I, at the moment, I don't really have the capacity to be able to run that group at the moment. It might come back. It might come back in the future. Um, but in terms of the way my business is going at the moment, I just don't have the brain power to be able to do it alongside my business. I'm hoping in the next few years that will change. Um, so I don't know whether I'm just going to throw it out there. Maybe I do need a bit of a name change for my for my podcast. If you do agree, then please do let me know. Let me know on Instagram, or um, if you're a client of mine, let me know on our messaging app because that potentially might I might have to rebrand and change the change the name because yeah. I'm just I'm just throwing that out there. You let me know what you think. Um, if you don't already follow me on Instagram, it's at Imogen Rose IG. Um, TikTok at Imogen Rose IG as well. Um, and yeah, let's get started with this podcast, guys. Okay, so kickstarting um, the podcast. I'm calling this podcast fat loss rather than weight loss because I feel like there's a big myth surrounding weight loss and I think people still in 2022 are focusing solely on scale weight when actually what we should be doing is using using different ways of measuring to uh, measure fat loss not just weight loss because um sometimes what can happen especially if you have a lot of weight to lose you simply use the scale as your measuring tool and all that is telling you is um, what you're what you're losing in terms of um, your whole weight loss that is coming off the scales will be water weight. It will be some fat. It will also be muscle mass. Um, which obviously, when you are on a weight loss journey, you want to minimise as much as possible the muscle loss. 
What we want to do is optimize fat loss. We really do want to focus on losing the fat and minimizing losing the muscle. Why? Because muscle tissue is very important on the body, hence why we include things like resistance training, lifting weights to really build that muscle mass. I've spoken about this before on previous podcasts, but once you start to hit 30, your muscle mass starts declining. And um, muscle mass is super important. For, for starters, it's really important to support your bones, support your joints, um, and having more muscle mass um, on the body is going to help with your bone density as well, especially if you're lifting weights. Lifting weights is great for bone density. And as we know, especially as women, we have, um, we're more susceptible to things like osteoporosis, which is um, a awful condition that runs in my family. Um, and basically it means you're, you're prone to things like fractures and breaks. Um, like honestly like in my family for example my nan has um had a little bit of a fall before and she's ended up breaking uh, breaking something um so it's not it's not a, not a very nice condition to have um you end up having to have things like injections and things like that when you're older to support um your bones um, and obviously we want to do everything in our power now to protect those bones, especially when you start getting to 30 and 40. Um, I've just turned 30 in August and it's something that has been on my mind, especially because I have osteoporosis in my family. I want to make sure that I am supporting my bones within my body by increasing my muscle mass, especially now I'm hitting 30 and every decade my muscle mass will be declining. So a way of combating that is obviously including uh, lifting weights in the gym. Um, So let's go on to some fat loss tips now um, once we've kind of got all the little bit of jargon that I felt like was necessary to get out. Um, By the way, I hope you're on like a little bit of a walk. I hope you're moving your body while you're um, listening to this podcast because it's the perfect time to do a 20-30 minute walk, get out in nature, get out in the fresh air and um, make use of this time. Be productive. Unless you're in the car, of course, um, driving or on your journey to work. So tip number one, fat loss for beginners. The first main one I'm going to talk about is overcomplicating it. This is a classic one. Stop overcomplicating fat loss. I know it can be a real minefield, especially with so much information out there. We are in the information um, generation. You can access so much information about any kind of subject you want to, especially in the fitness industry. There's literally, so you, you, whatever you want to learn about in the fitness industry, it's on the internet already, um, which makes it very difficult for um, your average person who has a nine to five and they want to lose a bit of weight because there's every kind of corner you turn to, there's more information contradicting other other information. Um, even as coaches, I as a coach, I also find it quite difficult because sometimes you can quite easily get swayed by someone's opinion and really when someone is 
expressing their opinion, it is just that, it is an opinion. Unless they're backing it up with scientific uh, studies and facts, um, then take, take, take a lot of what people are saying as an opinion. Um, people on the internet now love to regurgitate information they've learned without actually backing up what they're saying. Um, And I think that's a hard one to maneuver, it is, and that's another reason why people overcomplicate things um, unnecessarily. There's quite a few uh, people I follow um, at the moment on TikTok and Instagram. Um, There's Dr. Ids, I think his name is. He's a great one because he constantly references scientific studies and not just one or two scientific studies he he references meta-analysis meta-analysis oh my god why can I not speak (laughs) meta-analyses that doesn't sound right is that right am I saying that right anyway you get you get the gist okay so my meta-analysis is basically lots of different scientific studies it's like an umbrella of scientific studies um so it's not just one or two studies um to support what people are saying and he is he's really good at that so he's one good uh, um a good kind of guy to listen to in terms of like he does a lot of nutrition stuff um there are so many other coaches who are really good um at um expressing things but in quite a scientific way um and simplifying it down as well simplifying the information down um now you'll see quite a lot of like viral content on tiktok saying don't do this do this um and not really kind of back- backing up claims um so just just be careful with where you're where you're getting your information from as well um but yeah stop over stop over complicating it you don't need to over complicate um fat loss there's no need to um, do a really complicated diet, um, for example, low, really low carb, um, keto, unless you are doing it for a, a health reason or a health condition that you've kind of looked into and researched. Um, but for fat loss, you don't need to overcomplicate your diet, you don't need to overcomplicate nutrition. All you need to focus on is having a balanced meal in front of you and one thing that I always say to my clients is when you're looking at your plate have you got a decent amount of protein on that plate because especially for beginners when you don't have that much experience and knowledge around nutrition I think it can be quite hard to understand well why do we have carbs why why have I been told that I need to be on a low carb diet um what are the importance of carbs what's the importance of fats what's the importance of protein it can it can start getting a little bit too over complicating and a little bit overwhelming especially if you don't have a lot of education when it comes to nutrition so that's why when i first start working with clients my main main focus is protein always because protein is um the macronutrient that is going to keep you full it is going to help maintain that lean muscle mass as you are dropping the weight, as you are dropping the fat. So remember when I spoke in the beginning about um, your muscle mass declines with age? 
this is one thing that is going to help combat that. It's going to really help you in the long run if you are really do if you if you really do focus on getting a protein source with every meal. So a good rule of thumb is to try and get a, around about thirty to forty grams of protein per meal. And um, obviously, if you have some snacks as well, that's going to really help elevate your protein goal, your daily protein goal for the rest of the day. Um, this is obviously going to vary, especially if you're, um, if some, for someone who's a man and has a hell of a lot of muscle mass, potentially a bodybuilding type physique, obviously he's going to need a lot more protein than that throughout the day. And he's probably, probably eating five, six meals, um, to get in that protein. Um, but for, for, if I'm assuming, um, that, those who are who are listening were are uh, female assigned at birth, and in that case, then um, usually usually a good rule of thumb is the thirty to forty grams of protein per meal. Tip two is one of the most common reasons why so many people fail their fat loss journey. So this one is stop striving for perfection. You are killing your gains, you're killing your routine if you are really upset with yourself because you are not 100% perfect all of the time. It's that whole perfectionist mentality. We're not going to be, the the reality of it is we're not going to be 100% perfect all of the time. And quite often what happens is, especially those who commit to a very, very restrictive diet, restrictive um, cardio routine, um, and a restrictive workout routine, um, a lot of the times, those people who uh, commit to that really strive for perfection. And if they if they are not perfect with one little thing within their day, quite often what happens is you end up just sacking the whole thing off because you 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 haven't hit that level of perfection of of the expectation you have, the crazy expectation you have for yourself. Life happens. We, especially when you're kind of like the average person, you've got a nine to five job or you work shifts, high pressured and stressed, either working in a hospital as a nurse or a carer and you're here, there and everywhere. A lot of the times your days are totally different and it's really difficult to strive for perfection alongside those kinds of jobs. You need to drop the kind of expectation down a little bit and realize that setting manageable goals each day and each week is going to be far better for your progress on the long term than committing to two weeks hardcore restriction um absolutely hating it you're miserable because you don't like what you what you're eating and then you fall off after two weeks and then just pile the pile the weight back on and more and sometimes that happens in a cycle I was caught up in this cycle for a long long time and if you're listening to this you probably you're probably thinking you probably sat there like yes me too me too because It's so common for us to commit to this lifestyle where we're just expecting so much from ourselves. Set manageable goals, set manageable timelines, and you won't keep on stopping and starting constantly. I think people people just want quick results all the time. And actually, that's 
quite often the thing that's hindering your progress long term what you could be doing is implementing depend obviously depends on how much weight how much fat you want to lose but you could potentially be in a four to six month fat loss period with diet breaks of course um in a very very in a in a sustainable um committing to this period in a sustainable fashion sustainably losing the fat and then after that period of time gradually increasing your calories back up so you're increasing your muscle mass in the next phase of your cycle and really doing it in a much more sustainable long-term way and I know that sounds boring people don't want to do it in a long-term way people just want the quick fix quick quick dopamine hit quick because you're so impatient, you want it now, and I get it, I totally get it, sometimes I am very, very impatient, and I want things at my lap now, I want it done yesterday, but that's not the way, especially when it comes to fat loss and your health, which is an absolute priority. Okay, so now I have spoken about those couple of tips, I'm just gonna um, give you a little bit of a, almost like a blueprint of what you should be focusing on um, the most for fat loss, and a couple of them, um, a lot of people don't actually talk about, I don't don't mention, mention, um, but they do have a very important factor in your fat loss journey. So, here are the simple steps that are key for fat loss. And I'm just looking at my list now. There's one, two, three, four, five, six. Six steps. And you are you, you you can get get grab a notepad and pen and just write down write down these six uh steps. And you what you can do is after each uh step, you can um set yourself a mini goal within that within that category. Um and this is kind of gonna be your blueprint for the next few months what you need really need to be focusing on so the first one um I've put right at the top because a lot of people tend to forget about this and um they don't think this is very important but it is one of the most important things in your fat loss journey sleep is so important it's so important for your immune system it's so important for recovery most importantly especially if you are adapting to a new workout routine your body needs sleep in order to recover the muscles repair them and grow as well especially Um, And for your body to be functioning optimally, you need to be getting between seven and eight hours um, of sleep a night. And a lot of people just aren't getting uh, aren't getting those hours. Some people are some people run on like five hours sleep a night. Long term, that is really really not good for your health, especially. And I and I, I feel like this isn't touched upon enough as well. Especially those people who have health conditions. For example, I have endometriosis. Um, you probably already know that. I always bang on about it. <laughs> but, um, people with endometriosis have chronic inflam- inflammation because endometriosis is a uh, a chronic a chronic condition that causes um, inflammation in the body. Now, when you have when you are when your body is constantly fighting this inflammation, it needs rest and recovery. 
because you've got extra things going on in your body. It's not just it's not just the recovery from your workouts, it's the recovery from this condition that you have. And it's the same for many other conditions as well. A lot a lot of health conditions actually do resolve around, revolve around inflammation in the body. Um so it sleep is just 100% a deal breaker in terms of your routine. You need to be <laughs> putting that at the top of your priority list. And that goes goes for oversleeping as well because there is there is such a thing as um sleeping too much. And um, there has been a number of studies as well of of um a, people that are sleeping way beyond what they should be sleeping and um, it being linked to things like obesity as well. Um, So you need to kind of get the right amount for your body and obviously you need to work that out um, in terms of how you feel, your energy levels. Um, The ideal thing, obviously it's really difficult in our society, especially if you have things like jobs like nurse, nurses, uh, where you're on shift, um, but ideally, what you would be doing is going to the be- going to bed at the same time every night and waking up at the same time in the morning, and on weekends. I know that's that's like, especially if you're like twenty twenty one, you're probably thinking, yeah, right. I go out every weekend and I'm up till four a.m. That's not going to happen. Um, and there are periods of time in your on in your life where it's just not gonna it's not going to happen like that. But for the most part, what you should be doing is really trying to focus on implementing a good sleep routine because that is crucial to um, when you are, especially when you're starting a new fitness journey, but to manage your manage your fitness journey and stay consistent, you need to be focusing on getting a good night's sleep every day. Um the next one I'm going to talk about is hydration. Now, people bang on about this all the time, but there is so there are so many people, and I know some of you might be listening to this, um, having this issue as well. Um, I know quite a few people in my personal life who just don't drink enough water, and um, it can cause so many health problems. Um, so it's, it's a really important factor that you need to be focusing on through your fitness journey. Hydration is so important. It's so important not just for your energy levels and um, running your body running optimally, but it's, it's actually a factor that most people don't actually think about um, when it comes to your mood. Your mood can be impacted massively if you are dehydrated. If your body's dehydrated, um, you, you you become more irritable, you'll notice it, you'll probably notice it on those days where you haven't been drinking enough water, you'll probably be feeling a little bit more cranky, a little bit more, um, your tolerance for people will be lower and it's, it's definitely something that you need to focus on and especially if you have um, dramatically increased your activity levels, you really need to focus on your hydration and making sure that you are getting between two and three litres of water a day, at least, at least. Personally, because I train um, four, to five ti- four to five times a week um, and um I'm out quite a lot with my dog and things like that. I drink probably minimum four liters of water a day. Um, and that's something that I've built up to 
uh, over time. But it, it, especially when you're growing your muscles and you need you need hydration in your muscles, you need the water to rep- help repair your muscles. Um, so hydration is key. Definitely, definitely have having a water goal every day. Even if you just set reminders in your phone um, to really focus on building on your hydration through the day is just it's key. Absolutely key. Something that I also forgot to mention that is also key with hydration is replenishing your salts. Um, again, especially if you're lifting weights, you're sweating a l- sweating um, sweating a lot in the gym and things like that. Then you are going to be losing a lot of salts. Now, if you this actually depends also on your nutrition. If you're someone who who typically eats a lot of processed foods, processed foods tend to have a lot of added salt in them. So you do need to be careful with that as well. If you are eating a lot of whole foods, um, like high higher nutritious um why can't I speak today (laughs) um like more nutritiously dense foods is that what I'm trying to say yes much just more nutritious in general um because Imogen has forgotten how to speak on a podcast because it's been that long um yeah, if you're eating more kind of like whole foods and things like that, then um, of course there's not going to be added salt to your foods. So in that case, you are going to have to um, look at your salt intake and make sure that you are hitting um, your daily salt intake, especially if you're losing a lot of salt through your sweat. But um, just just be careful with that one because if you do eat a lot of processed foods, ready meals, uh, takeaways, things like that, there is going to be a lot of salt added to those foods so in that case you need to watch your salt intake the third one i have put is your calorie deficit now obviously if you're not in a calorie deficit you're not going to be losing weight even even when it comes to diets things like keto things like um other like low carb diets people say People come and say to me, "Oh well, um, I keep I keep putting on weight, but I think I'm in a calorie deficit, and I think it's I think it's because of the carbs. I think carbs are making me put on weight. When actually, it's not the carbs that are making you that that are not solely adding the weight to your body. What it is is you are eating more than your body is burning. So, um." you you won't be in a calorie deficit and there obviously is mo- that's like the most simple simple explanation there are other factors into um of course that that impacts your weight loss uh things like the contraceptive pill that isn't really spoken a lot um things like um hormonal hormonal imbalances health conditions that kind of thing um that obviously are a little bit more complex but for the general population for the majority of people um if you think you're in a calorie deficit and you're not losing weight then the 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 most likely thing is you are not in a calorie deficit and you're you're maybe maybe think you're tracking everything but maybe you're not tracking things like oils which are very calorific sorry calorific um things like milks you might not be tracking in your teas and coffees 
things like mayonnaise mayonnaise is a big one people just bang on sauces and um, sauces have a lot of hidden calories in um so so that's another thing to consider when you are mapping out your deficit and if you have been on a calorie deficit or what you think is a calorie deficit for two to four weeks and you're still not seeing a big difference, you're not seeing any loss, you're staying maintaining the weight, um, then you won't be in a calorie deficit. What you'll need to do is have a look at it and you potentially think about decreasing your calories or increasing your activity level, which is something that a lot of people don't actually think about because especially if you're a foodie and you love food, what you can be doing is increasing your activity level to um, put yourself in a deficit instead of decreasing your food. Obviously, um, over time, this is going to be a little bit more difficult, especially if you're kind of doing all the activity you can and you don't have enough time to be adding on more activity into your day. It's going to be a little bit easier for you to just drop, drop the calories slightly. I don't mean drop them in huge amounts I just mean dropping them slightly um the next one I'm going to touch upon is steps uh this kind of uh links into the last one in terms of activity level steps is a really easy way of um incorporating more cardio uh cardiovascular fitness into your day and not only that steps just allow you to be out in nature and there are so many so many studies on uh, people people spending more time outside um linked with better mental health um being outside and going going on walks is so important for your mental health and um anxiety depression things like that um and i know obviously a lot of people hate the fact that people say oh feeling depressed go on a walk obviously it's not as easy as that and sometimes you just do just do need um medical intervention and go go see a doctor especially if you are suffering with depression but what we can do in certain circumstances is use these use these tools as a preventative measure for your mental health um when we are in kind of like a really good space um or almost a, a good space mentally um, that is the time where you can really focus on building on your nutrition and your exercise and um, that is just really going to benefit your mental health long term. Okay, I am also aware that usually my podcast lasts 20 minutes. So I hope you don't mind this podcast lasting slightly longer. Um, and it just means that you get more steps in, especially if you're on a walk or you're on the treadmill um, doing a little workout while listening. Um, but yeah, I've got two more steps to go through and um, then we'll be finished. So the last two... First one I'm going to talk about is workouts. Now, workouts can be very important and an integral part of your progress. Sometimes you might see um, like transformations on like Instagram and TikTok of people who have had an awful lot of weight to lose. Um, and they talk about doing so predominantly through nutrition, which is amazing. Um, nutrition is definitely a massive, massive factor. But when you have quite a lot of weight to lose on your journey, it's very important that you factor in things like resistance training, because as I mentioned previously, when you are losing weight, we want to minimize the amount of 
um, muscle loss as possible. Otherwise, what can happen is um, you can get quite a lot of loose skin and um, you want to be maintaining as much muscle mass or if not building as much muscle mass as possible whilst on your journey because one, it's going to help with the fat loss, it's going to help you lose more fat and two, it's going to benefit your the, the support of your bones, which is really important, and um, the support of your body just in general as well, the mobility, the flexibility, um, and, and more importantly, the strength as well throughout the whole process. So don't neglect resistance training um, if you are on your journey. It is really, really beneficial for everybody to include resistance training in their workout routine. Um, and the final one I'm going to touch upon, I've already mentioned previously, but protein, protein, protein. I know you get everyone gets bored of this because most people in the fitness industry scream about protein, but that's simply because, especially if you've got a muscle growth, um, a muscle growth or a fat loss growth, uh, goal, protein is really, really vital in your journey. It's something that is going to make your journey super easy and um, you're going to get the most out of your progress if you are really focusing on your protein throughout your meals. And it's also something, um, Some a lot of people don't actually speak about this, but if you are finding you've got a lot of sugar cravings and you're getting to the end of the day and you're, you're sitting on the sofa and you're feeling like, oh my God, I'm starving, but I'm starving for things like sugar, things like uh, cookies and uh, donuts and sweets and things like that. If you have got a massive sweet tooth, it might be because you're not consuming a lot enough of pr- enough protein throughout the day, which which is the number one thing that really helps keep you full throughout your day. Um, and what happens is when your body is craving for that energy, the most easiest thing for your body to um, convert into energy is going to be sugar. It's the quickest thing that your body is going to get that instant instant boost, but it's also the thing that is going to um, enable you to crash. Um, and I'm not I'm not saying this in a way to cut out sugar. That's definitely not what I'm saying. You know, you know by now I'm all about like sustainably losing weight and including all of the different foods. And that does include things like donuts and cookies. But there is a time and time and a place. And obviously the best the best thing to do is to eat in moderation and to include all of those nice treat 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 foods. But within moderation and um, to make sure that you are adding into your diet the protein um, but that doesn't obviously mean cutting out all of the the less nutritious foods that are going to give us the enjoyment of food because we enjoy things like cakes and and, and um, cookies and things like that and um, slightly less nutritious foods than um, other foods that are vital for our bodily functions um but yeah I hope you I hope you've enjoyed this podcast I hope I've not like rambled on too long I do feel a bit like out of touch with with recording podcasts and talking and stuff like that so I hope I hope this this podcast has been 
a bit educational and um, you've actually enjoyed it and it's helped you get your steps in wherever you are in the world and um, I can't wait for the upcoming podcast that I've got planned. If you want to suggest any um, people to collaborate with on the podcast, please do let me know as well because I'm up for this series um, with getting other people on the podcast and um, collaborating although it will be quite nerve-wracking, I feel like I need to just push myself out of my comfort zone because we could get so much more out of um, other people coming on the podcast and hearing what they have to say about their kind of journey with fitness and um, talking about all different kinds of um, kinds of approaches. Um, so yeah, so thank you so much for listening. I would really appreciate it if you can share this podcast on your Instagram stories. All you have to do is click the little icon on um, Spotify and it can instantly share a clickable link to your stories, which really does help the podcast out. And um, you never know, this could be like a full-time every week thing for the whole year if um if it does reach enough people um so thank you so much for listening i will speak to you soon and i'll see you next monday